0: Today's saint is St. Charles Borromea. He lived in the 1500s. The Council of Trent was going on for years and years and years. They were trying to get a universal catechism going. And the project was stalled. It was taking long, long, long time, years and years. Finally, Pius V put Charles Borromea in charge of getting his catechism done. And lo and behold, boom! It got done. It's called the Catechism of the Council of Trent. It's also known as the Roman Catechism. Some people call it the Catechism of St. Pius V. It goes by those three names, most commonly called the Catechism of the Council of Trent. St. Charles Borromea has his hands all over that. Well St. Charles was made bishop of a town called Milan. Remember St. Ambrose in the time of St. Augustine back in the 400s? This was St. Ambrose's old diocese and it had gone to pot. It was really bad shape. The lady there couldn't even recite the Our Father. Didn't even know how to make the sign of the cross. The priests were in such disarray that a lot of them never wore their habits. They all had girlfriends. Some of them didn't even know how to uh, recite the absolution and confession. If anybody went to confession. So he inherits this uh, messed up diocese. And he goes there and he fires all the bad priests. And he starts reforming anyone that he thinks can be reformed. He reforms the clergy. That's his first step. Then he gets catechizing the lady. In the midst of all this, a terrible plague hits the city. People are dying left and right, and he's hands-on. He didn't run and hide when the plague came. He took it head-on, helped the dying people, heard confessions, anointed the sick. He did perpetual penance for his flock. When he wasn't fasting, he only ate one meal a day. He would only drink once a day, even when it was hot out. Super hot summer days. He wouldn't drink till the evening. He'd have his one little tiny meal of a crust of a bread, chug a gallon of water, that'd be it. He wore a hair shirt 24-7. Did not allow himself much sleep. And The sleep that he did get was on the hard floor. He offered all of his sufferings in union with Jesus' sufferings for his flock, for the salvation of his flock. St. Charles Borromea. gospel today is taken from the book of luke luke 15 now the publicans and sinners drew near to jesus to hear him and the pharisees and the scribes murmured saying this man receives sinners and eats with them And he spoke to them this parable saying what man of you has a hundred sheep and if he shall lose one of them does not leave the 99 in the desert and go after that which was lost until he find it. When he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders rejoicing, and coming home, calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found my sheep that was lost. I say to you that even so there shall be joy in heaven upon one sinner that does penance, more than upon ninety-nine just who need not penance. Or what woman, having ten groats, coins, if she lose one groat, does not light a candle, and sweep the house, and seek diligently until she find it? When she have found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, because I have found the groat which I had lost. So I say to you, there shall be joy before the angels of God upon one sinner doing penance. Yes, when you walk out of the confessional, the angels of God rejoice in heaven. Baltimore Catechism today is going to treat on sacramentals. The definition of a sacramental says, A sacramental is anything set apart or blessed by the church to excite good thoughts and increase devotion, and through these movements of the heart to remit venial sin. Oh, that blue Bible you're reading there. It's a sacramental it's been blessed so convenient to use the e-bibles you know they're on your phones and that but uh nothing beats a good old-fashioned paper blessed bible what is the difference between sacraments and sacramentals it says the difference between them is the sacraments were instituted by jesus and the sacraments were instituted by the church And it goes on and says, the sacraments give grace of themselves, when we place no obstacle in the way. The sacramentals excite us in pious dispositions by means of which we may obtain grace. Next question says, what is the chief sacramental used in the church? Answer, the sign of the cross. Question, why do we make the sign of the cross? Catechism says, We make the sign of the cross to show that we are Christians and to profess our belief in the chief mysteries of our religion. The sign of the cross is a profession of faith in the chief mysteries of our religion because it expresses the mysteries of the unity and trinity of God and of the incarnation and the death of our Lord. The sign of the cross expresses the mystery of the unity and trinity of God by the words in the name the words that follow of, of the father and of the son and of the holy ghost express the mystery of the trinity the sign of the cross expresses the mystery of the incarnation by reminding us that the son of god having become man suffered death on the cross another sacramental and very frequent use is holy water Holy water is water blessed by the priest with a solemn prayer, to beg God's blessing on those who use it, and protection from the powers of darkness. And the final question here: the answer says, besides the sign of the cross, and ho- be- besides the sign of the cross and holy water, there are many other sacramentals such as blessed candles, blessed ashes, blessed palms, blessed crucifixes. Blessed images of the Blessed Virgin, of all of and of the saints, blessed rosaries and scapulars. Use sacramentals wherever the sacramental is. The prayer of the church is, and we need all the prayers we can, because prayers give us actual grace that helps us to do good and avoid evil.